Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics. And today we are sharing five fabulous underrated freshmen with you all. So whether you play fantasy gymnastics and you want some secret weapon freshmen, or you just want some new exciting faces to root for the season, we've got you covered. Also towards the end of the episode, we talk about Clemson and what our hopes or expectations are for them in their inaugural season. So if that's something that you're interested in, make sure you stick around the end of the episode. So today we are doing an episode that we have been very, very excited to do, one that we've been looking forward to for the past several weeks as we are gearing up towards season starting and, you know, everyone's drafting their fantasy teams and a team that we always like to do is a freshman team, an all-freshman team, which sometimes drafting freshmen can be a little dicey because you just never know how a gymnast is going to transfer like into college and how much they're going to compete and things like that. So it can be a little bit iffy sometimes drafting freshmen but there's so many amazing freshmen this year in the NCAA which I'm super super excited about and this episode is dedicated to the ones that I feel like aren't talked about as much I mean we all know like Connor McLean and Jameson Sears and Chloe LaCourcier and Hannah Shively and who else Danny Ferris yeah from Florida I mean there's so many incredible freshmen But then there's some that they aren't being talked about as much. And also in the fantasy drafting that I've done so far, aren't being drafted as much either or as high as I think they should be. And we're like, you guys do not know what you're missing out on here. So this episode is to just gush over these incredible athletes. (laughs) Gush. What's the word? I'm not saying that there is a better word. I'm just laughing at the word. Like, I don't feel like you hear people say that. Yeah, like a gush over someone. Yeah, I feel you. We're here to just spread the love for these incredible athletes. And spread awareness. Yes. We want you guys to know about them and be on the lookout for them this season because I think they're going to make waves for their respective teams. Absolutely. So without further ado, here are five fabulous underrated freshmen to watch for the 2024 NCAA season. Starting with one that I would say up until the past couple days ago is probably the most underrated freshman in this entire class. I think people just started realizing how good she is because Mizzou had their in-arena inter-squad meet and there were some videos going around and everyone started to take note of the one and only Hannah Horton. She finished third on ball and second on floor at level 10 nationals last year. She's the Minnesota state champion on vault and floor from this year. So vault and floor, I would say is definitely, I think score wise and result wise, her best event, but really I could see her making an impact in Mizzou's lineups as an all arounder in her freshman season. Mm-hmm. She has a one and a half on vault, which is an upgraded vault for her. She did not, as far as I'm aware, did not do that in her level 10 career, at least not at nationals, but she's been training it at Mizzou. She did it at their recent exhibition. It looks amazing. She has a career high of nine, nine, five, but she also was really good on bars. She has clean lines, the most per- like textbook, perfect double layout on beam. She does a back handspring two feet layout, which is not something that you see. You don't see day. that a lot in college gymnastics. I mean, you see like the back handspring layout step out, but not many people do the two foot layout up besides Connor McLean. We'll see if she does it for so LSU. But. I appreciate her commitment to difficulty. And then on floor, she doesn't eat pass. She opens with a tucked full in. From her level 10 days, she has a career high of 9-9 on that event. So yeah. she's a powerhouse. I expect her to, despite being a freshman, I 
expect her to come in and make an immediate impact on Mizzou's lineups and potentially even be doing all around for them. I think she's that good. Yeah, at their recent exhibition we mentioned happened a couple days ago. She did the all around there and she had a fall on beam. But besides that, vault bars and floor she didn't score below a 985 which is incredible and i think a sign of very good things to come so if you still plan on drafting a fantasy team or maybe you're thinking about doing an all freshman team make sure you have hannah horton on your list and i would recommend putting her up pretty high especially now that it seems that more people in the gym tonight are catching wind of how great she is <laughs> another person that i think the gym tonight the gym tonight already knew about this person but I'm seeing more buzz after Kentucky's inner squad or exhibition. I, I go back and forth. It, I gotta be honest with you. It drives me nuts that you say exhibition. Does it really? Yeah. I know Michigan usually calls it an exhibition, but can you just start saying inner squad, please? I can try. It drives me nuts when you say exhibition. I didn't know that it bothered you that much. Like, exhibition routine is the person that goes last. It's because Michigan, like you said, Michigan calls theirs an yeah. exhibition. So it- but the meat as a whole, just say it's an inner squad. That's what it is. Okay, I can try. So at <laughs> Kentucky's inner squad, I don't even know what I was saying now. Oh, I was saying just that, that Kentucky, everyone started talking about her. Kentucky had an inner squad and Cadence Gormley set the world on fire. Yeah, our friend Lydia. She's at Lydia Epps, E-P-P-S, on posted a video of Cadence's floor routine that she choreographed herself. It was so amazing. I'm already Better than like half the routines we're going to see in the NCAA. I already know it. No, literally. And she does choreography for her teammates. And she's a really talented gymnast herself in her own right. Mm -hmm. So she's the 2019 national champion on beam. She also got third on bars last year at level 10 nationals. So she's training at Yurchenko one and a half, which I think Kentucky would love to have in their lineup if she can have it by the time season rolls around. But otherwise, she has a really clean Yurchenko full and... You know, sometimes you can't go wrong with a Yurchenko fold that's really, really clean, especially if you can get the landing down. So we'll be interesting to see what vault she does this season. I mean, even just down the line, Kentucky, knowing that they have her training a one and a half, I can see that being a vault of the future. Mm-hmm. And I would say bars is what I would consider to be her best event. And I think that's the event that... If people in the gym tonight know about Caden Scormley and have talked about Caden Scormley, it's for her bar work. Her lines are absolutely amazing on that event. She has a career high of 9-9 from her level 10 days. There was a video of her, I want to say it was about two years ago, that I remember it was circulating, at least on Twitter at the time, now X, of her doing two full pirouettes on top of the bar. And she did it so perfectly like some people struggle to get one pirouette around and and keep themselves in a perfect straight line on top of the bar she did two in a row like it was nothing i was gonna say i love me a good full pirouette right on top of the bar but then if you do another one i don't even know what to do with myself (laughs) it was so good i think the video if you go to her instagram she has a gymnastics instagram i think it's on there and i believe she has it pinned to her profile so check that out if you haven't already it's chef's kiss so good her beam work is also amazing she's just so clean and then floor going back to floor we talked about the choreography bit but also has an upgraded tucked full in that she's opening with which we saw her do at kentucky's recent inner squad so i think she's gonna be a powerhouse for For me it was just her choreography like i'm already in the process of memorizing her routine and the performance quality too it's so fun she has great musicality yeah you can tell that she's just so into what she's doing and she's like soaking it up and to have that confidence and that level of performance as a freshman is Mm -hmm. very rare like very few people come out the gate as a freshman with that 
I don't know, to have that level of confidence to be able to perform. And, yeah, you sometimes know. it takes a while to develop, but she's just like, hi, I'm here. I don't need time to develop. I'm already <laughs> developed. Here I am. <laughs> so she's amazing. We're already such big fans of her. Like we mentioned, she did all around at Kentucky's recent inner squad, not exhibition. <laughs> And I think that she has the potential to be an all-arounder for them. If not this season, then definitely in the future. I personally think that she'll be in the bar, beam, and floor lineup this season. Vault, I think, is a maybe depending on... Because Kentucky has quite a few 10 start value options. But I don't think they have a full lineup of 10 start values. But, like I said... Her clean is so good. Clean that- your chinko full sometimes scores just as good as a 10 start value vault. So I think that there is still a strong possibility, despite not having the one and a half maybe yet that she could be in the lineup still with a full. Totally. So we'll be on all-around watch for Caden Gormley. And like I said, even if not this season, I think that she's the kind of athlete that, you know, Kentucky's one of those teams that's the past couple of seasons, they've gotten better and better. And they're, you know, sneaking their way up the rankings. And I think with an athlete like Cadence and then some of the other talent that they have on their team, I think that Kentucky's going to have a really great year. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Kentucky. They're a team that we haven't talked about yet in terms of like season previews. But and that may come next week. I think we might be including them in our season preview that we plan on doing. But either way. Super excited to see. I'm like, Cadence. don't ask me questions. My, I have like so many things going through my head. And so many. I know. Things I'm trying I, to do. I looked at you and you were like, I don't know. I'm like, like, I can't answer that question right now. If you're expecting me to have an answer, I have nothing for you. <laughs> um, but anyways, yes, yes. Yay to Cadence Gormley. We are so excited to see her competing. Somebody else I'm really excited about. Now, this is my girl, Natalie Martin. I remember the first time I saw a video of her on the Maryland Gymnastics like Instagram account. I was like, excuse me, who is she? She's so good, you guys. So clean. And I, to be completely honest with you, I didn't know who she was until she got to Maryland. Did I say Mizzou or did I say Maryland? No, you said Maryland. Okay, for some reason I thought I said Mizzou, but no, no. <laughs> Maryland. You said Maryland. I would trust me, I would have stopped you. <laughs> but I didn't really know who she was until she got to Maryland. But I started seeing videos of her, and I was like, put this girl on like not even just our freshman draft, like put her on the main team. Oh, like, we've been draft. We have her on a couple fantasy teams. We've been drafting her in our in our main. Our main arsenal of athletes that we choose from. (laughs) I think a lot of people are sleeping on her. She is just incredible. I think has potential to be an all-arounder for Maryland. But where she really stands out to me is vault. So she finished fifth on vault at Level 10 Nationals this year. She was sixth on vault at the Nastia Cup in 2019. And she has a beautiful Yurchenko one and a half on vault, which is going to be incredible for Maryland to have. I could see that coming in and being like right in the anchor spot as a freshman because that's how good it is oh totally i would say vault score wise at least when you look at her results as a level 10 vault was definitely the event that she accumulated the most accolades on she has a career high of 985 on that event but she's really clean everywhere she has a career high speaking of career highs she has a 9925 career high from her level 10 career on bars she didn't do bars that we're aware of we asked someone who was there one of our friends and she said that she didn't do bars but i at the recent inner squad. at the recent inner squad but we've seen her training it so i'm keeping my fingers crossed that she has nice lines like i think she has a good look on mm-hmm. that event so i would expect her to be not only in that event but in the all-around yeah beam she's phenomenal and her then she has step out is like 
so good <laughs> and then she has a tucked full in on flora as well so she's everybody has tucked full ends like, i it's know but becoming it's coming a really common pass it's, i love it though it's one of my favorite passes i want someone to do a double layout like i think we need more double layouts. we do need more double layouts in college i do agree with that but yeah i i saw natalie martin and it was like oh my gosh this girl is amazing and I'm just so excited to see what she does, not only this season, but in the rest of her career at Maryland. I think she's going to be a star. I think that she has the potential to be one of the greatest gymnasts that Maryland has seen in a long time. Ooh, period. Possibly ever. Like I, Okay, I, okay pressure. I think she's that good. <laughs> and I don't say that to put pressure on her. I just think she's that talented. I agree. She's really, really good. I'm so excited for her. And then Eva Volpe from Iowa is another one that I'm really, really excited for. She finished. Eighth on vault, sixth on bars, seventh all around at the level 10 nationals from 2023. She actually has a career high of 10 on vault and one of the cleanest Yurchenko one and a halfs you'll see. Her legs are like glued together. It's amazing. Really good at finding the landing, too, at least from videos that I've seen. Like, she's pretty good with it. Yeah, really clean. Um, nine nine career high on floor. She does a pike full in, or she did a pike full in as level ten. I guess we'll see. Sometimes people switch it up when they get to college. Yeah, but. I was having a hard time finding videos of her after the year of twenty twenty one. So that's the pass that she was doing in twenty twenty one. So it's possible that maybe she's switched it up and she's doing something different now. But last I knew, she was doing a piked full in. I'm sure she has a plethora of e-tumbling passes that she can probably pull out of her back pocket. But another athlete that I think has the potential to do all around for her team. I think the common thread between all of these athletes that we're talking about is I see the potential with these freshmen to be like game changers for their programs. Yeah. Like these are Like they're going to be like that girl for their program. Yeah. And like right away like sometimes it does take people a while and it, and it may for them I mean that's totally fine if they need time to adjust but I just already in the preseason see so much talent and so much potential with all of these athletes that we're talking about that I could just see them only continuing to get better as their career goes on totally. and see them being like the big name you know the the star of the team that we talk about from every team I see these ladies becoming that in the future and then the last athlete that we have in our top five at least we have some honorable mentions that we'll get to in a second but our final athlete that we're going to talk about at least in depth Gabby Ortiz from MSU she's somebody that we have actually had the pleasure of actually seeing in person watching her train she's absolutely phenomenal so she was actually originally committed to pay with all like the coaching changes and things over there she ended up coming to Michigan State and I think she has potential to do really big things here so it was actually pretty cool the day that we were in the gym after practice that day she was awarded a scholarship and we got to like watch that happen which is always so special to see someone's hard work be rewarded like that and I also think it's just incredible I had no idea that she, when she committed to Michigan State, she was doing so as a walk-on athlete. I have so much respect for athletes that come in as walk-ons. Not that I don't have respect for scholarship athletes, that's not what I'm saying, but just knowing that an athlete is so committed to a team that they're willing to come and not have their, you know, everything paid for, basically, to be so committed just to join the team and not have that, like, financial backing, Mm -hmm. I think 
just shows like the dedication but she was awarded a scholarship after practice when we were there and i was like oh my gosh that's amazing and i understand why watching her practice she's incredible so she like was- she's the kind of athlete that could be on scholarship like on any team i'm convinced oh totally so she was fifth on vault at nationals this year um she finished fourth on vault in 2022 i think she has potential to be an all-arounder but um particularly strong on vault and floor i would say she has a yurchenko one and a half has a career high of 10 on that event from college and also has a career high of 10 on floor as well which is amazing who does that gabby ortiz does (laughs) that's who (laughs) um with vault she sticks her vault or near sticks her vault i want to say every time i've seen her do it like she's just she seems to be really really consistent with it which is a great thing for college and then floor you mentioned she has a tucked full in one of the many e-passes that michigan state is going to have in their floor lineup fingers crossed the season i was also really impressed with her work on beam she was super confident when we were in the gym mm-hmm. like the way that she carried herself on beam was very veteran like like mm-hmm. watching her if i didn't know coming in that she was a fresh I would think that this was like a fifth year or like a senior or something. Like she was that, I don't know, she had this presence and this like aura of this confidence power. Poise almost. Yeah. And she hit like a nearly flawless beam routine. Like granted, I was not scoring it in my head. So I'm sure there was like little deductions here and there. But like in terms of like obvious wobbles or mistakes, like none. There was none in sight. She nailed it all the way through. She was one of the most confident ones in the gym that day. Yeah, I will say. On every event that we saw her on. We did not see her on bars, but that may have just been because we were the the time that we got to practice. Like, yeah. I, I think that she started on bars. They were she... already going by the time we walked in, so I think we just missed it. But I think that bars is probably her weakest event. So And Michigan State is strong on bars. Mm-hmm. So I think Michigan State, out of all these teams that we mentioned today, I think Michigan State actually has the hardest lineups to crack into uh-huh. because they have, I was going to say one of the most talented teams, but not even. I would say the most talented team that they have ever had in program history right now and gabby ortiz is a big part of that but also because of that it's not the easiest lineups to break into mm-hmm. i would imagine so i think vault and floor she's pretty much locked in on those events i'd be shocked if she wasn't in and i think beam she has a really great chance as well moving on real quickly there were so many freshmen that we wanted to include in this so we had to include an honorable mention section because we just couldn't leave these people out. And there's plenty more, too. Like, we could go on. Um, So if you're wanting to do, like, a freshman fantasy team or just want to know more freshmen to keep your eye on the season, let us know because we got, like, we got plenty of freshmen that we can recommend that you watch and that you become fans of. But um, Sienna Robinson is at Stanford. A lot of people may remember her from her elite days. She was this tiny, adorable junior elite gymnast. And now she's finally in college. I feel like she's, I always just viewed her as a kid for so long. Yeah. Like a junior early. And now she's like finally in college. So I, I can't wait to see her. But she's coming in as the level 10 national bar champion from this past season. She also got third on beam and in the all around. Yeah, just really clean gymnast. She has nice lines. Very confident performer. I'd say a little bit sassy on floor. Yes. Um, Someone that I can potentially see doing all around for Stanford this season. So keeping our fingers crossed for that. Another one we want to shout out is Sophia Esposito from Oregon State. Isn't, she, it, isn't it Oregon? Not Oregon. What did I say? Is it Oregon? I don't know. We've gotten roasted for that before. We have. Oregon State? Is that? I think, it's, I think, oh my god, no, I don't know. No, I'm second guessing myself. I think it's Oregon State. Let's just say the Pac-12 OSU. <laughs> Please message us and let us know. Do you say Oregon State 
or do you say or somebody did message us and tell us i don't remember what they said though all right you know what oh i don't got my phone on me (laughs) google it we're gonna solve this right now what did i say originally you said oregon i that's my answer final answer i said oregon we are looking at how to pronounce the name of this state in the pacific northwest region on the west coast of the united states how do you go about pronouncing it oregon you don't want to stress on that's me i got it right it's oregon i'll probably still end up saying oregon (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay anyways so back to what we were saying sofia esposito from oregon state yes that sounds so much better you were so foul for saying oregon (laughs) i was pretty confident too that that was right like i think i would have placed money like a bet Yeah, you seem pretty confident. That's why I was like, I need to address this. Otherwise, you're going to get roasted. I usually am pretty confident about things that I'm wrong about. But (laughs) (laughs) anyways, Sophia, amazing gymnast. She's actually training uh, your Tranko double on vault. Not sure if we're going to see that in college. She did a full, I think, at their recent inner squad. Yes. Um, but has a career high of 9-9 on that event. Her double looks good. I could see her pulling a Jade carry and, and going for the more difficult Well, role. and she's with Jade, so, like, maybe she... And, and Jade's dad, as well, is a coach now at Oregon State. So <laughs> maybe she can get some pointers from the carries. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Um, Beam, as well. I, I don't know if she's going to do this in college. I'm keeping my fingers crossed because it's a really cool, unique combination. But she does a... Or she has done a front toss like in the layout position and then goes right into a back pike so that's kind of cool something a little bit different and then on floor she has a variety of e-passes she can choose from we've seen her doing a tucked full in a double layout actually a double layout split so kind of like what caitlin ohashi did back mm-hmm. in the day and then a double double as well so she has like all kinds of tricks oh my god she's totally in mini jade carry with the double and then the double double like the double on vault i'm saying yeah, and would, then the double wouldn't double. that be iconic yeah if they both had that double double e-pass on floor and then a double on vault oh that would be like the first time that's ever happened oh i would be here for that i'm rooting for that now that i realize that <laughs> i'm so rooting for that also we were since we were mentioning career highs sophia has a 9875 career high on floor which is amazing Love so that ava jordan we've mentioned her before i think when we did our michigan preview we talked a little bit about her but she's somebody that i don't know how much you're gonna see of this season but i think next year watch out Star potential for sure. She's training a one and a half on vol. She has a really clean full. That was something that, you know, I started following her when she committed to Michigan. And that was one of the first things that I realized about her is just like how clean and powerful her full was. And I knew right away when I saw that, I'm like, oh yeah, Michigan's going to turn that into a one and a half. And then sure enough, we go into the gym. The first time we're seeing her at Michigan, she's training a one and a half. And I do think it's possible that in the leadoff spot, if... If need be, I mean, depending on, you know, how a couple athletes are coming along this season is right around the corner. But I think it's possible that we may see her in the vault lineup in the leadoff spot, just doing her in your tranquil full. It actually scored higher than Paige Thaxton's, I believe. And they both did fulls at Michigan's exhibition because <laughs> Michigan calls it an exhibition me so yeah, a really clean vault. I think potentially you may see. And I think maybe potentially by postseason you could maybe see the one and a half yeah um it was looking good she wasn't putting it onto a mat yet she was doing it into the pit but you know as far as like height and you know she was getting it she was getting it around 100 percent. so like i think that if they continue to chip away at that by postseason i would not be shocked if she's able to pull that out and put it in the lineup but she's really strong on every event her Mm. bars lines are super clean Beam, Myliana, who's the assistant coach and also the beam coach, 
spoke really highly of her on that event. She said that she's a beamer and that was something that like really impressed her when she got to Michigan was like seeing how confidently she worked on beam. Yeah. So I think that Ava's not guaranteed to be in any lineup, but I also wouldn't be surprised if she made some lineups, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So I know that makes it a little bit tricky for fantasy gym drafting, but just more or less wanted you guys to know how amazing she is and just to be on the lookout for her this season and beyond. She's a walk-on at Michigan, but do not let that fool you. She is extremely talented on every single event. And then I think the last one that we're going to mention, at least here on the pod, is Victoria Smirnoff from Boise State. Actually, another one of those former elite gymnasts that I remember being like a tiny, adorable junior elite, and now she's finally in college. She was an elite back in... 2017 and she trained at everest which is the same gym that ashton locklear and kaylin morgan if you're familiar with michigan's team what little we've seen of her bars in competition um everest produces beautiful bar workers yeah and victoria is no exception yeah she she fits that perfectly she has beautiful lines on bars and beam they posted a story of her the other day and i was like whoa like she's really good yeah and she's somebody that i don't really think i've seen even with people doing freshman teams for fantasy gem i haven't really seen anybody draft her Mm -hmm. and i'm like y'all should be because i think that she'll make their bars and beam lineup and i think that she has potential to get really high scores because her execution is so clean and perfect so she's like an underrated underrated freshman to watch let us know what other freshmen you guys would put on this list who are your five fabulous underrated freshmen anyone else that you think we should be keeping our eyes on send us a message you know send us a tweet or an x or whatever you call it um yeah let us know because i'm sure there's people that we're missing oh i'm i'm sure and like i said i think we could go on we could go on for days with the talent in the freshman class this year but um this is a good starting point and these are some people that we're really 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 excited about so we want to know who you're excited about as well so let us know Okay, so moving on to our question of the week. Someone said, I recently watched a Clemson gym interview where they shared the team goals to make nationals. It looks like they have some great transfers and freshmen that can make a big impact. Do you think nationals is achievable or what are your predictions for Clemson? So I think this is going to be a really good season for Clemson. Obviously, it's their inaugural season. Um, but I think they have a lot of talent and potential. They do have a lot of transfers. They have eight transfers in total, six of which are from Utah State. And then on top of that, they also have Caitlin DeGuzman, who is transferring in from Kentucky. And then Lauren Rutherford, who is from NC State. And then they have eight freshmen. Which is a massive freshman class. <laughs> yeah, so that that's kind of the makeup of the team. It's a lot of freshmen and a lot of transfers. But a lot of freshmen is to be expected when you're starting a program out, obviously. Oh, totally. But I think having transfers is good because it's, you know, it's experience. It's people that you know can go out there and compete. You know how they're going to compete. Um, I do think that Nationals is a pretty lofty goal for Clemson. Not to say that it's completely impossible, but just having so many freshmen and so many people, honestly, just coming from Utah State. Utah State wasn't really ever in the conversation for Nationals, so I don't expect Clemson to like suddenly be in the mix with half of Utah State's roster. But I will say, with some of the recruits they got for the 2025, right? Yeah. 2025 class... 
Khalees Wolford, Brooke Pearson. I mean, they managed to get some really good recruits. Yeah. So I think in years to come, like, for sure, that's a realistic goal for oh, them. Oh, I mean, this is a, a program that definitely has the tools to make it. I mean, they have the resources. It's a Power 5 school, you know, being in the ACC conference. So... I mean, I think they're definitely capable of reaching that level at some point. I don't know that they're going to do it in their first season. I mean, I see them having a really good shot at winning the first ever ACC conference title. I think they have a great shot at that. And I think making it to regionals as a team and, you know, making it past, like, I'm not even saying like the playing rounds, like I could see them making it to like regional finals, potentially even like if everything, if the stars align and, you know, everything goes how they want it to, I think that that is a high but attainable goal for this team yeah i see them kind of in like by the end of season the top 20 maybe Uh and like you said definitely challenging for the acc title which i think for a program that's in their inaugural season is like amazing because you don't ever see that like when was the last time that we had a not only a power five gymnastics team but also well the last time we had a power five gymnastics team join was arkansas obviously in the sec and i don't know off the top of my head how good they were but they've never won even still now to this day as we all know they haven't won an sec title so i think for clemson to in the first year of having an acc gymnastics conference and then also in clemson's first year as a gymnastics team i think to win the acc title would be huge like that would be major and i think that would give them the confidence to you know believe that they can do other things bigger things in the future so that's kind of what I see happening with this team. And I guess as the season goes on, we'll see how it all plays out. But I'm thinking ACC title and making it to regionals. It's a good, like, first step. Yeah. They have some really talented athletes on their team. We mentioned Caitlin DeGuzman transferring in from Kentucky. She has a career high of 9.925 on bars. And I she's think actually going to be, like, the bar queen of that lineup. Yeah, I think based off of averages... I think she's going to be the highest scoring gymnast on, well, I shouldn't say the highest scoring gymnast, but like based on averages from last season, she's the highest scoring returner, I guess you could say, for what's going to be here now, Clemson's team, even though she was doing it at Kentucky. Trinity Brown, I think for vault is going to be huge. We've seen her training at one and a half on vault. She did a full there in her squad recently. So I think that might be up in the air what vault she actually does, but she's so powerful. She has a career high of 9875 from her Utah State days. Yeah. Brie Clark is out of this world on oh my floor. God. I've missed her gymnastics. Me too. I really missed her last season. I don't know if people have, I mean, I'm sure some people have, but. Did you guys ever put two and two together that she was the one that was doing the miles in level 10? Like she's capable of doing the double layout half out. And we've seen her doing it recently. Like this year. Yeah. She's posted videos of herself doing it. So I'm like, throw it in the college routine question mark. I'm here for it. She was also over the summer. I think I saw a video of her training a souk full on vault. So working those upgrades and, you know, trying to give Clemson some 10-0 start values on vaults. I think the biggest freshman that everyone knows for Clemson is going to be Lily Lipiet former elite gymnast for Cincinnati Gymnastics, actually was a pretty successful junior elite gymnast. Yeah. Originally was committed to LSU. So she was destined to be a tiger no matter what. <laughs> Just maybe at the time didn't realize she was going to end up being a Clemson tiger. But yeah. I think she's going to have more room to make an impact for this team. I think LSU is already so stacked as it is. I think just being a part of the history of Clemson and, you know, having a chance to like help build the program is something that she can really play a big role in, I guess. Yeah. 
totally. Also, somebody else that I want to shout out, and I saw a video circulating on X the other day, Kylie McCrite. She's a former Utah State gymnast. Her beam is absolutely stunning. She has a career high of 9925 on that event. Beautiful toe point, back flexibility, which I know is kind of like a weird thing to say, but like, mm-hmm. she just looks... She, she has like the most beautiful photos. Yes, I was just going to say that. Like, you could take a picture of her at any moment and it's going to be a beautiful photo. Her college salute is like everything that a college salute, everything that you would ever want in a college salute. <laughs> so good. So watch out for her beam this season. I think that she's going to do really big things for Clemson on that event. Let us know what you guys think Clemson season is going to look like. Do you think that they can win the ACC title? Do you think that they can make it to NCAAs. We'd love to hear your predictions. We will have a place on this episode, at least for people who are listening on Spotify, where you can answer a question. So we'll put a little question like, where do you think Clemson is going to end up? Or like, what are your thoughts on Clemson for the season? And you can answer it and then we can publish all of your responses. So you can read what other people have to say as well. So that's a really cool feature that Spotify has. So if you're listening on Spotify, go look for that and let us know your answer the question. That does it for this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, we'd like to thank our Patreon supporters for making this show possible. Thank you all so, so much for continuing to support us. We appreciate you more than you know. If you enjoy this podcast and you are interested in becoming a Patreon supporter, we always have a link in the show notes down below, as well as a link in our bios on all of our social media pages. And you can also find the submission form for the question of the week. I think we keep forgetting to mention that at the end of the question of the week segment. But if you have a question that you want to submit and you want us to potentially answer on the show, you'll find that in the link in our show notes and our social media bios as well. We'll be back on Monday with another episode and another Coach's Corner and season preview. The this, last Coach's Corner. Yes. Well, the, so the last Coach's Corner, we're still going to do a couple more season previews, but this is the last one that we're going to have a coach on the show with us. And that is Jenny Rowland from Florida. So we're super, super excited about that. And we can't wait to share the interview with you guys. We hope you all have an awesome weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.